Welcome to the Random Tea American Gods podcast. I'm Queenie. I'm Janya. And today we're talking about season one, episode three, Head Full of Snow. Okay. Which, you know, makes me want to sneeze. Mm, why? Because stuff in your head and... Oh, you're actually picturing, like... Snow in your head. Legit. Like your head is a snow globe. Oh. And... Uh, okay, you went that way. Yeah. I was like, snow! Yeah. I, like snow. I don't... I don't. So... I know. Snow is terrible! I love it. It's awful! And it's only because I don't have to actually, like, when we get snow where we live, like, the entire city shuts, shuts down. down. Yeah, that's true. So, I don't actually have to exist in it. If I had to live up north and, like, go to work in it, I'd yeah, I'd hate it, too. Yeah, I have friends, like... My eldest child lives in Washington State, and she sends me pictures of snow, and I'm like, what's that white stuff? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, oh How do you God, live? get a day off work. How do you live? Yeah. It's it's terrible. Yeah. So, how do we feel about this episode? I, I think we, like, there was some good stuff in it, but also I feel like I'm kind of concerned that we're more concerned with showing these rando and and right now they look rando to me i don't know if anubis comes comes in later or if the mm-hmm. um the gin um i like those stories but also like i also want the shadow stuff too and so i feel yeah. kind of conflicted with like these are cool little vignettes but so let's discuss the gin real quick yeah so at the end of that scene Mm -hmm. Salim takes the Jin's clothes and Mm -hmm. gets in the taxi Mm -hmm. now remember that nice pale suit that Salim was wearing in that scene but yeah okay it was a suit yeah think back to the diner scene yeah the man with the flaming eyes that shadow passes Was he in that suit what suit was he wearing was he who was that but he it was the blue suit. Yeah, but he didn't take Salim's clothes. He took... No, Salim took the Jin's clothes. The Jin took Salim's blue suit. Oh, wait. Flashback. Yeah, but you... You blew my mind. I'm confused now. Why are you confused? Because I thought Salim got kind of eaten up like Bilquis's people do. Nope. Or his essence and the Jin like... Rep- place Salim in his body. The Salim never had glowy eyes. Oh. When he looked in the rearview mirror and said, I don't grant wishes, his eyes never flamed. I they mean, tra- after the sexy they- times. Uh-huh. So am I. Oh. They never traded places. I mean, they never, he didn't, they traded places. Oh, they just did it. Okay. I thought like, okay. I thought it was a replacement. No. Like, no. one of them is gone now. Nope. And he, t- I thought the they, djinn now inhabited Salim's djinn, body. What the djinn did was give Salim a new life oh. in return for being nice to him. Okay. And I, the djinn took his clothes. See, that because I didn't see them both the morning after, I got confused. I'm, I'm, but if you remember, I'm we were a literal like, person. It's fine. Well, I mean, you were kind of prejudiced with the whole Billiquist scene. But yeah. no, the djinn... But you remember this, there's that person that Wednesday was talking to in the diner, and he gets up and walks mm-hmm. out as Shadow walks in. That he's was... wearing the blue suit, and his eyes glowed behind his sunglasses. Yeah, I did remember that, and I remember he had he had um, the the bushy hair, and he had the beard. I did not pay attention to the suit though, so I. Th- but I guess you weren't supposed to notice the suit until you see Salim in the same in suit. a very cheesy polyester suit. Uh huh. Hmm. 
So the scene with Salim in the gin is kind of a flashback. Right. Story. So, I mean, like, I get that it's... So it's, uh, it's connected. It tied in, but also it's taking time away from the main story. I understand that, but the main story's got a long fucking way. Seasons. Yeah. Yeah. It, you're not going to get a wrap Every, up in this season. I know. And I think that's what I'm waiting for because I want to know everything. So you're I'm, not, though. I'm struggling with that. That story's going to last a long time. Yeah. Yeah. So you have to take it bit by bit. But I really like the Wednesday shadow stuff. I understand. Because I found, I found but to the understand bank robbery a, highly entertaining. That's actually, that was actually one of my favorite scenes out of the book. That, yeah. But to understand the Wednesday shadow long-term story, yeah. you have to understand these individual All characters this other you're going to meet along the way. Because when you meet Mr. Nancy, you will know who he is because you saw his Coming to America story. So I, I just hope we don't get any of, because the Anubis thing like that turned out to be a pretty long scene, mm-hmm. especially the gin scene Not was... In, was um, a the very Anubis, long scene. Anubis scene is not in the book. Okay. But I'm hoping none of that just happens and then we don't get anything else. That's mildly interesting. Mm. Mm. So, yeah. <laughs> you should see the face she's making. It's wonderful. I want to know all the Okay, let me, let me say this. I understand your frustration. Yeah. There will be payoff. But it's frustration because trust I like the, it. Trust in the story. It's frustration because I like it, not that I'm bored with it. So there's that at Okay, least. well, there's that. You want to know everything. Yes. You're interested. Yes. That's important. Yes. Okay. So I just want to make that distinction. I, I if, if I was bored, I'd be like, I don't care. I understand your frustration. Trust in the story. I'm trying. But you know how I am. I know you want to know everything, and I yeah. can't tell you everything. Yeah. Yeah. So, but otherwise, I mean, it was, it was a very engaging episode. I thought, again... Um, it was one of those that it went by very quickly. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh. Yeah, when I did my rewatch this morning, it was coming up on the final scene. And I was like, am I really? I looked at my watch and mm-hmm. I was like, oh, okay. I've really been sitting here. Yeah, it goes by really quickly. And I, I think really enjoyed it. I'm very aware as a viewer that there are only eight episodes. So only, there's only yeah. five left. Mm-hmm. And then we're going to have at least a year break. Yeah, and it's really killing me to know where they're going to end this season at yeah it's like there's no good place yeah yeah although they did say this was going to be a third of the book and i'm like but can i say i kind of called it that that we we got zombie laura is she a zombie well like she came back from the dead so like i'm not sure she's not some kind of eldritch creature okay now a zombie i don't think she's a god a zombie is undead yeah okay so is she undead or is she alive i mean I think she's alive, but like it's okay. It's zombie adjacent. I called something. <laughs> I called her not being dead shenanigans. We, according to the previews, we will learn a whole lot about Laura in the next episode. Yeah, so. that's what it. That's what it looked like. So, um, so are you ready? Do, do yeah. we have pre back? I don't. Th- we might. Okay. Um. While you check, I'll do director writer. Um. Again, this was directed by David Slade, who he did the first three episodes. Um. Twilight Eclipse. Just wow. Um, which, again, was not his fault. Um, a director doesn't always, you know, whatever. Um, and then it, it was written by Brian Fuller and Michael Green, who are, of course, our, um, our main writers. Um, they've had a hand in, I think they have a hand in the whole season. I mean, it's, it's a really short season. And if you were doing something this ambitious, I'm pretty sure you'd want at least some modicum of control over all the episodes. So that's just, you know. Um so, are we ready? Yeah, we have- I do. Uh, actually, we have 
a lot of pre-bag. Okay. I'm glad I asked then. Yay. Yeah, me too. Because I'm sorry. I totally forgot. Uh, so Kim wrote in and she has said that she's going to be sticking with pre-bag because she has read the book and she's concerned about spoilers. Okay. Okay. Um, she doesn't want to hear, because she, she hears, she says, hearing the cast helps keep me from revealing things unintentionally. Because yeah. my thoughts of the book and the show run together. Yeah, because I do that shit with Game of Thrones, and I have to I really watch myself with people who haven't. Yeah. I just, like, and my some of it runs together, and I'm not, and they've been screwing with the timeline on this, because yeah. you're saying, oh, that scene happens much later, so. The, the coming to America scenes are out of the timeline. Okay. Yeah, but you said there was a Laura. Oh, f- between the book and the show, yeah, yeah. yeah so, like, even if they're, yeah, they, something isn't happening, and you think, oh, it's safe to talk about because they're not doing it, they may do it later. Yeah. Or, so it's kind of, it's kind of really difficult. It is, it's tough to do. So I, I, I feel that. So this is in reference to the spoons episode. Yes. Okay. She says, as you ladies noted, Orlando Jones was amazing. So much. His performance was truly a revelation, as I never knew he had this kind of performance in him. Those few minutes have made me so excited to see a Nancy interacting with Wednesday and Shadow. I think we will get some fantastic performances when it happens. I hope the showrunners for the show, which shall not be named, <laughs> were watching and choking on the realization they had pure gold in their hands with Orlando yeah. instead of treating him like a precious commodity, they treated him like recycled trash. Yep. Um, for the record, Sleepy Hollow has been canceled. Yes, it has. Two days after this episode aired. Yeah. Just saying. After Orlando's show got renewed after two aired episodes. Yep. So. Uh, she says, so much of this casting is spot on with Leachman, Anderson, and the actor playing Chernabog. Uh, are there just three examples of the great job done by the casting department. Yeah. As for the issue of Shadow and having his agency, which I bitched about a lot and I will bitch about again in this episode because I have a couple of You more, have feelings. I have more. Uh, well, I have more receipts for it. Okay. Okay. Uh, she says... And having his agency, I do think that we're getting the difference of the book versus the television mediums. I agree. It's hard to do POV. Yeah. Uh, she says, in the book, we needed Shadow asking a million questions and getting explanations and or telling the reader about his experiences in order for the story to work. Since we can see everything, Shadow does not have to be so proactive to draw us in. As for the change in Shadow offering versus being made to accept the deal with Chernabog, you have to remember Shadow's current emotional state, what with Laura and Robbie. Also, when watching, I realized that at times Shadow seemed as if he was in a trance-like state when dealing with the gods. This was especially clear when Chernabog was telling his tale. It made me yeah. wonder if the change was because Gaiman told Fuller that what came across as Shadow having free will in the book might not have been intended to come across to the reader in that way. Hence the change. Oh, like, well, okay, that's actually a really interesting point because... He's had, what, like over 10 years to see how people have interpreted his work. And maybe it wasn't his intention to... Possibly. So maybe maybe he could be tweaking a few things to make it more like explicit what he wanted it to say. Sure. I still don't like it. I know you don't. I know. There's no explanation that's going to make you like no, it. No, there's not. I mean, so let's just in my level mind, set. In my mind, Shadow is a much more intelligent person than they're making him in the show. Uh, another couple of examples that I have for that... Is there are two lines that Wednesday says in the show that were Shadow's internal monologue. And they took those lines away from Shadow. Which these are, um, the first one is Wednesday sitting in the car and he tells Shadow, you don't have the personality for a magician. Yeah. Shadow actually says that to himself. Yeah. I don't have the, but that shows Shadow's insightfulness to his own character. Yes, that he's 
more self-aware. Exactly. Yeah. Of, yeah. of himself. So there's that. And there was, um, oh shoot, what was the other? Oh, the line where Wednesday says to him that um, he talks about uh, 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 bottling up your feelings. Mm-hmm. There's something to be said about that. Yeah. Shadow says that to himself. Wednesday does not say that to him. Yeah. So they're giving these insightfulness into Shadow's character to, to Wednesday. Wednesday. Yeah. Not to Shadow himself. Yeah. And that... Maybe I, I, well, I, I mean, again, you're not going to like it, but I, I feel like maybe that's more kind of promoting the Wednesday being not all-knowing, but semi... Omniscient. Yeah. Uh, I still don't like it. I, I, I know. I, I really feel like Shadow is more aware of what's going on than they're... Yeah. Then they're letting on. Then they're letting on. Yeah. Just bugs me. Anyway, Kim also says, as for the change with the Laura scene, a warrant of the show is trying to show you why Shadow, who seems so accepting of the strangeness now surrounding him, might question Laura's presence since he was dreaming about her when we saw him still in jail. Yeah. Possibly, but it looks like we're still going to get that scene. They just moved it. Yeah. And you have no clue what I'm talking about. Well, but I know you. But it's I know a you, conversation they have that's necessary to the show. Yeah, and I know I think I know you mentioned there was something that you thought was going to be at a certain place, and it wasn't. Is Be- that? Yeah, the, I think that's, that's the, the scene one? we're going to get next, based on what you saw in the previews. Well, based at the end of the episode. Okay, where she's sitting in his room. Okay. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. She comes back. So, uh, so Michael, who wrote in minutes after we wrapped up our last he podcast. Did. And and I'm sorry, Literally. Michael, we're not going to be super consistent on Saturdays because we try to fit this in around all the Saturday junk that we end up having to do. Yeah, I have to go to my nephew's. We're recording early today because I have to go to my nephew's dance recital this afternoon. And I have to work today, so. Yeah, just write whenever you feel like writing. It's fine. Don't we'll, feel like you have to match us. Exactly. We'll fit you in whenever because there's I hell, feel- I can't even predict us. I have a feeling there's going to be a wrap-up cast for this show. Uh, I think there's going to have to be. Uh, he says, without being too spoilery, I think we can safely say that book is only a loose guideline for the show. <laughs> I think so, too. While I liked Orlando Jones's take of a Nancy, I was hoping for a bit of the book's fable tale of a Nancy. Fable don't I think we're still going to get more there. I think okay, first of all, if they had gotten into filming and they saw what Orlando was doing, um I think they'd be dumb if they're not like, hmm. Let's give him more stuff. Yeah. I mean, like you don't yeah. get that shit on screen and go You don't use Okay, somebody. well we're going to we're just you're just going to be in a little bit. I I think hopefully mm-hmm. that will make them use him more because damn son. Me too. I want more and more and more of a Nancy. Exactly. Well, see, Nan- Mr. Nancy was one of my favorite characters out of the book, and it just, I'm looking forward to certain things, let's put it that way. <laughs> um, and I just really, and seeing that scene of him telling the story on the boat makes me excited for this other scene I'm looking forward to. Okay. If this okay. scene was that good. Okay, so it was... It's one of those where, like, you haven't even gotten your favorite yet, and he killed it with something that wasn't uh-huh. your favorite. Ooh, uh-huh. yay. Yay. That's awesome. I just hope I don't get disappointed. I, after, I don't I don't know. Gotta hope not, but damn. Right. I bet it's going to be way fun. So, uh, Michael says, Agent Scully makes a nice-looking Lucy. We should all age so well. <laughs> uh, I have wanted to Doctor Strange or the Ant-Man to float by Ambilguis's, um <laughs> nether realm? Nethers. 
It's the quantum realm. That is where the our- Marvel quantum realm is in Bill Quiss's vag. I will um, let our new listeners who are not familiar with Michael, who talks to us a lot on our Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. podcast, he names things and we love it. Yeah. Yeah. Nether realm. Yeah. So was better get full quick. Someone will start to notice all the missing persons. I know. And the person they swiped right in common. <laughs> <laughs> they all swiped right the same lady. I know. I also think the show expects people to have read the book to fill in some of the blanks uh, between the scenes. Without the book, I think the introduction of the sisters seems a bit abrupt and out of pace. But the casting of the sisters in Chernobog are good. It was a nice surprise to see Cloris Leachman in a role. Yeah. I'm still missing the voice of Shadow from the audio audiobook, but think as the show's character gets more used to all the crazy around him, he'll feel more right to me. Tough when you bring your own baggage into a show and it doesn't quite match up to the expectations. Not that it's bad, mind you, just different. Cheers and stay Jarvelous. Janya sometimes struggles with not bad but different. I she has opinions as we all do. I'm still not and okay she's with Shadow. As shit. No. Yeah, just a little bit. Okay, I am. Yeah, you are a lot. So we'll also hear from Michael at the end of this. Okay. Okay. We have another email from him for this episode. Cool. Cool. Um. So, are you ready to get into it? Yes. Okay. So, um, we start off and um. Again, like, I don't want people to think I did, I don't like these seemingly disconnected scenes. Cause I do. I think they're, I think they're very entertaining. This, this woman is getting ready for, um, Mrs. Fadil. And I'm going to interrupt you already. Of course you are. Because, uh, when I did my rewatch this morning, I noticed when we start the scene, they come up the side of the building and it's spray painted on the side of the building somewhere in America. Yes. Yes. And I was like, I, I think visually, that was awesome because last time I remember it was like a skywriter. Yeah. And this time it's painted on the side of the building. And I'm yep. like, ooh, are they any- I hope they keep doing that because yeah. it's visually, it's engaging. It's like eating candy. Yeah, it is. And it's just Which one more. sounds weird, but it's that's just one more cool thing that they're doing. Yeah. And that, and that I they didn't don't really have notice to do. it because I was kind of expecting it to always be in the script, uh, in the script, writing. in the book. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So. But it wasn't, it's, I was like, oh, I want to, I hope they keep doing that. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, she's cooking. Um, she's cooking and she's complaining, um, that, you know, she's got a, she's cooking for her family and they're coming over and, um, you know, she smart as a table. I'm going to use that. Yeah. I love that phrase. Yeah. So I kind of question whether this is her cat because it's a, it's a, it's a hairless it's a cat. Hairless, but I feel like would she have just been chit chatting to oh hello rando rando cat because she at first like her window is open. Yeah, but I don't think she was. She was. I felt like she was looking down and talking to the cat. Mm-hmm. But um, so she stands. Uh, she stands up on a chair and it's rather precarious. And and we see her just get down and she's gotten the spice or whatever she was looking for, and um, and she gets a knock on the door. Uh, specifically, it's a sphinx cat. A sphinx Just cat. So that- okay. Um, yeah, it felt distinctly Egyptian. And so she gets a knock on the door and she thinks this guy's a robber. And she's like, uh, I love it. Cause she's basically like, um, if you're here to rob me, go ahead and do it. I got shit to do. So like, could we make this snappy? Yeah. Well, she does live in Queens. Yeah. And he's like, um, I'm not a robber. And she's like, yeah, but anyway. And so finally he is like, I am Anubis. And he's, because you're well, dead. she tells him, he tells her twice, you're dead. Yeah. 
And she's like, she's too busy for that shit. He finally has to, like, show her herself laying on the floor. Like, this is how I would die. I'm like, I ain't got time for you. I got shit to do. Yeah. Yeah, you would. Um, And uh, it's Anubis. And that's really, I was like, okay, this is really cool. And he's really nice. He's so super nice. And he's, like, your your family will do right by you. And they're going to bury you properly. And uh, one of her sons or grandsons is going to get married and, and name, name her daughter. daughter and she goes what was it some bullshit middle bullshit. name I, I was like i knew it wasn't shitty but yeah some bullshit middle name some and he's like yep, some bullshit middle name I, I would also like to point out that my granddaughter is named after me mm-hmm. some bullshit, bullshit middle, middle name. name there you go <laughs> um but yeah we find out because she does make a reference to um uh to being a muslim and it's a Muslim ha- household, yeah. And, like, but he reminds her that, like, uh, yeah, but your grandmother taught you the old ways. Tita? Tita? Is an aunt. Oh. Remember when we were watching uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and Robbie kept referring to his uncle as Tito? Yes. Uncle. Okay. Tita. Okay. Aunt. There you go. Um, and so she, she knows the old ways, and she learned them when she was a girl, and apparently she still deep down believes. Holds them in her heart. Because I feel like Anubis wouldn't have shown up if she didn't believe deep down in this you know well and i think he says something about to honor her tita or something that's yeah. why he's there yeah and so he um it i, I really love it because he's he's gonna take her he's gonna take her to the scales which you the, which is so exciting you get excited about it you like egyptian i know mythology. a lot about it because there's a um she's a lady victorian uh egyptologist detective um, oh, yeah, yeah. And I've read like 20 books with her. And so you, you get a lot from that. Um, and and the woman writer was an Egyptologist. There you so, go. So like you get a lot of shit. Um, so I was excited about that. But like at first she's like, but first you need to taste this and see if it's right. Because they will never eat it. Yes. Yeah. And he and he does. So like I really like him right off the bat. So I was like, nice please don't her. be evil. I like you. Um, so he takes her up the fire escape, which turns into the infinity fire escape. <laughs> Um, and the stairway to heaven. Well, yeah, the stairway's a fire escape. So there you go. And, um, he takes her to, and it's, and it's this, this big desert and it's got all these doors. We're definitely not in Kansas anymore. I mean, we're not in Queens anymore. No. And, uh, oh no, the doors aren't there yet. So no, no, he's, he's going to, he's going to weigh her heart. And this is straight up out of. Yes. Egyptian mythology. Well, I, I, I take, say mythology like, you know. He takes his her heart out of his chest. And I was using that. She's so sass mass. Like, I love it. It's so great. And he's so cool with her. And he's like, uh, he, because he, the whole thing is your weighed your heart, which is where they thought the, um, the ancient Egyptians thought the, the, the soul, the thought, like the, they thought the brain was garbage. The chi, who knows? Yeah. Like they thought everything really resided in your heart. Um, so they would weigh that against the feather to see how good you have been. Well, that's the, the being light of heart. Yes. Uh, yes. So do you deserve to go cliche. to the good place or the bad place? Um, and so she she gets a little nervous because she's like, well, I wasn't perfect. And da 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 da. And, he, and she said, I, I She did, goes to confession. And she's like, I did try. And he says, that was good enough. And apparently she's going to be admitted to the nice place. And um, he shows her these doors and he was like, you have to pick one. But, you know, this is it. Like, this is this is your eternity. Um, and she How doesn't want to you... go where her dad is. <laughs> was but, it her dad? Yeah, she was talking yeah. about her dad who, was, who apparently was abusive. And my thought yeah. on that is, 
why would Anubis present you with an option to go spend eternity with, with your, your abusive abuser. dad yeah. if your heart was good enough? Yeah. Why weren't they all awesome options? Right? Yeah. And so he picks the one in the middle for her. Yeah, because she's like, well... Pick for I'll, me. You're I'll, a nice boy. You're, yeah. You're, I love that. I, I would have picked the middle one, too. I love older women treating, like these omniscient beings like they're just oh you're a nice boy oh, like nice i love that yeah i thought that's really cool that's adorable um and so he picks one and she goes in and i think this is where her aunt is no she talks about my aunt said um if i follow following the wrong god or something or, okay okay um are you sure this is right because if I, because she is you know she did say it was a muslim household yeah she's like am i supposed to follow you because yeah. my you know, she, my Tita always said, if I follow the wrong, then yeah. I'm going to end up in a bad place. Yeah. And the cat's like, fuck you. Uh, you're going through this one. Because she hesitates and the cat pushes her through. That's why I was like, this ain't your cat. So when the cat follows them, uh, my first, because I'm familiar with Bast. Yeah. Or Bastet, depending on depending which name on, you yeah, give her. Yeah. Uh, and you were saying Sekhmet? Sekhmet, yeah. Okay. Uh, I kind of looked them up. I didn't kind of. I I did. Bast was always always presented with the head of a cat. Sakamet, who is Bast's sibling, is head of a lion. Okay, so there, but so there are the differences. Yeah. But they are siblings yeah. and feline. They're semi cat related. They're both fe- They're not sem. They're feline. Yeah, but a lion's um, not quite a house cat. No, but Bast is more presented as a house cat, whereas right. Sakamet is uh, more presented as a lion. Okay. Although at one point Bast was presented as a lion, but became a house cat. Yeah. Over yeah. time. And see, that's the thing. A lot of these deities have changed. I mean, because they were worshipped for a very long time. Well, and you see that in the show. Yeah. Yeah. So. So, um, so there's they still. But I, of course. But I'm just more familiar with Bast. Yeah. So, of course, my thought is, hmm, Bast. Yeah. Because when the cat is up in the heavens, you're like, okay, that has to be an Egyptian something. And you know why I associate Sekhmet with uh, a kitty cat? Mm. One of their cats. Oh, because they have cats. They keep Egyptian cats. This, oh, this, of course this, they do. Uh, um, it's an English family. Uh, their first cat, it becomes like this cat dynasty over over the course of their lives, and the first cat <laughs> is Sekhmet. Or no, the first cat is shit. One of the cats is Sekhmet. I think one of the later cats is Sekhmet. But yeah. There are cats. It's awesome. There are cats, and it's great. It. Okay. Um, oh, no. Well, the, cat, actually- the cat Bastet is, is the first one, and it is the title, the cat Bastet. It's awesome. Anyway, so yeah, um, so we go to our main story, and Shadow is um, is uh, taking a little nappy nap. Um, it's the night before he's supposed to die, um, so it's nice that they wanted to have him. You know that Chernobog wanted him to have a nice uh, a nice sleep because apparently dawn blood is best or whatever. That's what he said. Something. So we have to take him at his word. Um, so he wakes up and he, he hears somebody moving around, and he um, he goes out the window and he goes up on the roof. And this is the third sister. This is the Midnight Star. Mm-hmm. Um, you Poloch, can... Poloch Nyanya. Okay. Again, this is like Bizarro World when you're pronouncing things. But you've listened to the audiobook. And I've I listened think, to the audiobook over I think over that and over. helps yeah. a lot. Um, and so she's up there looking through this telescope. And again, we, we're back to the very surreal feel, the quality of it. But this was oh, a yeah, yeah. beautiful scene. It was really, really pretty to me um, because you get the contrast of, of the kind of gritty rooftop with 
the celestial stuff and she's very pretty and she's got this really cool looking she, telescope yeah she is the youngest sister yes and so um, she's also the fake sister because she's not in the original mythology <laughs> sister made up for the show yep and i get that yeah um and so she she knows who he is and she points out the big dipper and she um she explains like what it was called and it's called odin's wing and no, da, da, da. It's odin's wayne 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 oh okay odin's wayne that makes more sense um which i have to bitch about that in a minute okay so explain this to me because i completely got this wrong okay it is the dog is bad and it's chained to the bear and the bear is keeping the dog in check okay the dog is chained to the north star Oh, that's the North Star is the star. And they, so the dog, is the, the hound is chained to which the is star, part of the Big Dipper, which is actually is part of Ursa Minor. Jesus. So it is tied to the bear. It, but they're both the big bear and the little bear. Okay, but that's the where reason, I got the tie from. But the reason why, because in the original mythology, it's the minor bear mm-hmm. um, or the little dipper. But they changed it over to the Big Dipper because the Big Dipper is referred to as Odin's Wayne. And that ties it into Mr. Wednesday. Gotcha, 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 gotcha. They changed it, and I, but I see why. But even this is that's even in the book. Yeah, um, that it's the Big Dipper. I'm like, but when I but read the not. story, it's the Little Dipper. But okay, but I see why they changed it over. Yeah, but you're correct. the The dog, the hound, is tied to the thing. But it was called Odin. It was called different names back when the story was right. The thing. Which we uh, just now we call it the bear, which is so. I mean, that's so. Every every culture did their own stuff with the stars, right? Their father is what keeps the hound in check, not the bear. Okay, so but the hound and is the father is the son. The hound is bad. The hound is bad, and if the hound gets loose, it will eat the constellation in the world. Okay, and the bear is just hanging. The bear out? is later. The bear has nothing to do with it. Okay, the bear is later. Okay, because back then the constellations were called different things. Right. Because they were, I mean, everybody drew different pictures with different so stuff. you got to think the ancient okay. times, that's, that predates. Cool. They just bring the bear in as a modern. Okay. Okay. Just like they moved it to the Big Dipper. Okay. They so just make it a modern So if, if you're in the version with the dog, the bear's not there. Because, Correct. Okay. And okay. Their, the sister's father is the, is son. the son. Right. Because we, we, we already got that Cloris Leachman um, was talking about how she, or I think she does it later, where she talks about she's the one that opens the gates. For her father. For her father because to come there's in. The morning, the morning star, the evening star, closes the gates. Right. So, who is like the Slavic Apollo. <laughs> right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. In a sense. Yeah. Cool. He rides his chariot. He does. He does. Um, and so, um, she, uh, so she tells him the story, and she, he, he's like, um, aren't you cold? Because she's out there in her um, nightgown. But, no, she's not cold in her nightgown, because she's a, a star. Or something. She's the midnight star, and there you the, go. the night is her time. And yeah, blah blah, yeah. blah blah blah. And um, so she wants to know when Shadow's birthday is, and uh, she reads his palm. And um, so I will say, like this kind of went into what Cloris Leachman was saying is that the other two are crappy liars because she was just like, <laughs> okay. So in the book, it's explained a lot more definitively. The uh. One who Leachman plays, mm-hmm. she tells the best lies. She's the only one who can really lie. Right. The other daytime sister can kind of lie, mm-hmm. but she's just not real good at it. The third sister, the Midnight Star, cannot lie at all. So she's just pure truth. So that's she why she just, laid down the truth bomb of yeah. you're nothing if you don't believe in anything. 
because she cannot tell. They, they don't yeah. directly explain that, and I wish they did. Yeah. Because I think it's kind of important. Yeah, because she was real blunt about yeah, she it. she was. <laughs> um, and so she's, she says, uh, oh, you've sold your head to Chernabog, haven't you? And she's like, you don't really care if you live or die. And I was like, well, that's pretty, I mean, that's pretty spot on from what I've seen. What has he got to live for? Yeah, he's and he's just drifting and he's listless. And this makes uh, the ending to the episode all that more interesting. And so she wants to help him, but he has to kiss her because she's, she's, she's a virgin. Um, and so she's never even kissed before. And so um, she kisses him and she's like, that was awful, but kind of great. <laughs> okay. Like, what the hell? Okay. Unnecessarily sexualized scene. Yeah. Never happened. As a matter of fact, when she offers to help him in the book. Mm-hmm. He asks her, what do I have to do? Do I have to fight you? Do I have to play checkers with you? She says, you don't even have to kiss me. Oh, my gosh. Unnecessarily sexualized scene. Well, and okay. I know in other cultures, we see the virgin thing as in, like, if you're... Now, she never said she was a virgin. She just said she'd never been kissed. No, I thought she I thought she used the word virgin. Did she? I thought so. Okay, I'll retract my statement. And because it's always been, like, it'll corrupt your gift or whatever... Which is okay, bullshit. Yeah, yeah. Virginity yeah. is a construct, but whatever. Um, and so I kind of thought that's where they were leaning. But if she wanted to help him, why is does it, him is kissing a, her do anything? Is it a construct? Because either you have or you haven't had sex. Yeah, but the 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 whole like purity thing around oh, the purity around. Okay, okay that is, is a construct. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Plus, I mean, you start talking about like what constitutes okay, sex, yeah, yeah. you know. But also unnecessarily. Absolutely, because the fact that whether or not she's a virgin is never brought up. And she says to him specifically, you don't even have to kiss me. Yeah, this was this was where I was like, I don't see where the kiss came. Where? Why does that help? I don't think it helps. I think she just wanted to try it. Okay, then it was just not necessary. Like I said, unnecessarily. Yeah, yeah. And un- yeah. And she's right. It is kind of disgusting. And in a nice, I mean, like in it, a nice way. In a nice way, but it kind of is. Yeah, yeah. So. Like when you really think about it. That's what yeah, we're little. N- that's why when little kids think about it practically, they're like, that's yeah, gross. And you're like, yeah. 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 Because it kind of is. Yeah, Timmy, it kind of is. Um, <laughs> so, poor Timmy. Poor Timmy. Mikey likes it, though. <laughs> Mikey will eat anything. Um, <laughs> yeah, he will. <laughs> sorry. I, that I'm not sorry at all. Literally since we saw that scene. Yeah. It's been driving me mad. Because why? Have that? Did they have to... That was really weird. Why, why change it? Yeah. Why make her this virgin goddess? Why yeah. was that important? Yeah. And it's been... And I went and re-listened to that section of the book to make sure I wasn't mm-hmm. losing my mind. And now I'm going to go back and rewatch and make 100% sure. Because I could have sworn she said virgin because I thought that's weird. I, they didn't like they didn't make a deal with the other sisters being that and... Chloris, if they would have said like, oh, well, she tell like her truth is the purest or whatever, or she, she's the most factual or whatever. Mm-hmm. And like, if there was some kind of a differentiation, but yeah. like, why is she the rando pure one? Like just because she's the youngest. Yeah. That eh, doesn't make sense to me though. Yeah. So whatever. But again, I'm, it was written by men. Yeah. I mean, as, and as woke was, as Neil is, like, it, he's still a dude. But it was not that way in the book, so I'm wondering if maybe this is Fuller. Yeah, could be. Or who, Green. Who, by the way, recently, I, I believe I've learned that Fuller is a homosexual. Was not aware. Oh, I just thought he was really, like, 
supportive of the fandom but but see we just kind of assumed yeah yeah well and we weren't a part of the hannibal fandom true so and how much of him did we personally know yeah so i was like oh and why that should change things i don't know yeah there you go um so she gives him the moon like you do i thought that was nice yeah um it's a coin shocker um and uh she tells him not to lose it or give it away and i was like that's the smart thing to do. I'm looking, I'm giving you the side eye, Mad Sweeney, you dumbass. And, but she also points out this is the daughter. This, it's not as much, not as good protection as the son. But. Because this is the, it's the daughter, not the father. I'm like, do not put yourself down that way. I'm like, um, the moon's awesome and shut up. Um, and why does, and why <laughs> does the father have to, be, well, I mean, I would understand the father is more powerful than the next generation. Yeah, because he's older, the older not versus because the dude, younger, but, but yeah. not sun versus moon or dude versus chick yeah yeah just only experience and wisdom I mean, can the sun change the tides nope no narp so yeah um and so that's she's planetist <laughs> that's racist that's racist sorry i just that was funny <laughs> so she tells shadow to wake up and he wakes up and i was like oh that's why it felt like a dream because it was a dream or was it da 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 at this point, like, I don't know what the fuck's a vision, what's real life, what's a dream, what's, like, I don't know. Yeah. What's a, um, believe. a, a Just walkabout, like, I don't know. Believe. <laughs> that sounds cheesy. Believe. That's the tagline to the show, though. So. I know it is. Okay. So, um, so Shadow goes, uh, to chit chat with Chernobog, cause it's still, it's still, like, dark out. By the way, this is a huge apartment. Okay. Because in the, they don't explain it in the, and since we're past the scene, I, I can talk about this. Um, Wednesday is told to go sleep in Chernobog's brother's room because he's not there. Right. I believe uh, in the show, in the book, he's referred to as Yernabog. Yeah, I think, I think it was something like that. Cause um, he talks his blonde brother, the good brother. Yes. So apparently Wednesday's sleeping in his room and that's why, because we have, Shadows Chern- on the couch. So we have Chernobog's room. Yeah. Yernabog's room. Yep. Then the three sisters' room. This is a five-bedroom apartment. Yeah. Yeah. That's why Shadow's sleeping on the couch. The tiny couch. The tiny, tiny couch that looks very uncomfortable. I just, wow. And Shadow is, a, again, Shadow is a large man. A five-bedroom apartment, though. In Chicago. Is that, like, normal? Because places like, New- we, because where we live, apartments are not that common. Common? At least There's not There's a lot for, of them, but not... Not that large. We're not a big enough city that we need full, like, 20 It's like, if you want five bedrooms, building. you go get a house. Yeah. But in New York and Chicago, places mm-hmm. like that, I guess it's a lot more common. Yeah. Because they although, own apartments there. Although the only confusing part for me is that they kind of make it look run down. It's very run down. And I feel like in a... The kind of building that they've shown us... I don't know that that would be as commonplace because you see a lot of the, even the older buildings that used to be bigger uh, apartment blocks there. You see them kind of like yeah. subdivided and everything. So, but again, there the, could be magic involved. That's true. They are all gods. So and it could be like Harry Potter enlargement charm, bigger yeah. on the inside kind of thing. <laughs> it's possible. I don't know. It just they seems like a boring concept to me, but whatever. Um, so uh, he, <laughs> He wants he he wants a he wants a rematch with Chernobog and Chernobog's like, um, bitch, I already won and um, cause cause he says uh, he says uh, I, I already won one blow to your head and that's all I need and he's like, do you want me to kill you twice? He's like, is it all you need? What if it's not? You're kind of old. I mean, like, 
I'm not saying you're old, but you're kind of <laughs> yeah, old. Is. Yeah, he is. He's and totally he's, calling you And old. he's like, how about you play me for another, an, a second blow? And if you don't need it, then you don't need it. But if you do, we'll keep that between us. Nobody has to know. And I'll die. And it'll be fine. It'll be fine. And, um, <laughs> go ahead. But this gave Shadow some of his agency back. It did. It a did. little bit. It made me, this, this is the Shadow I loved how I was manipulative he was. Mm-hmm. Because, again, and they haven't really super highlighted this in the show. Um, Shadow was incarcerated for assault, but he was a con man. He was a confidence man. Because he recognized... Cause, uh, when, he recognized Wednesday's Right, and when con. they first talked on the plane, they started talking about, like, they gave some specific con names. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so this felt completely in character for him, for me, just watching from the show point of view. Mm-hmm. So I was like... Oh, yeah, Shadow's a confidence man. Maybe not to Wednesday's level, but... Um. I don't think anybody is to Wednesday's level. No. I don't... I'm not even sure that um, Nate is up to Wednesday's level. Nate no. being from Leverage. Yeah. So, um, but, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, I feel like this This is the Shadow I've been wanting Yeah. And in this scene. This is the Shadow I like. And one thing I really did like about this, and I really noticed it the second time I watched it, was this wasn't just Shadow trying to second. save his... How many times have you watched this? Just the, but oh, I, just the two. Yeah, okay. just the two. Okay. Um, he he wasn't just trying to save his own life, which he was, but he was also still in the mindset of, but if I win, you go with Wednesday. He's still focused on, like, I probably would be more concerned with, like, my head and stuff. I'm just going to say, Shadow's a Hufflepuff. Oh, just very saying, loyal. Shadow's a Hufflepuff. This scene right here screams. Hufflepuff. He's apparently good at finding things, too, because he lost Laura, and now here she is. <laughs> or did Laura find him? They're excellent finders. Yes, they are. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, he wants to keep the same terms. Um, if he loses again, Chernobog gets another another whack with his hammer. Mm-hmm. And if he needs it, he needs it. If he doesn't, he doesn't. Good deal. And But, um, but again, if, he, if Shadow wins, uh, you know, he comes with Wednesday. Right. And so Chernobog's like, bitch, this is easy. Hell yeah, I'd agree to that. Whatevs. Plus, you didn't manipulate me. Hashtag, he was manipulated. Um, and so they're going to play, and um, he's, he's going he's gonna to get the game out and all that, all that crap. So this is where we see Wednesday with Cloris Leachman, um, the <laughs> morning star. <laughs> and um, he, he goes to visit her. She's, she's brushing her hair, and he's like, um, he's trying to go to bed, but like, yeah, she tells him enough visit and go to bed. He's like, I'm trying. And I'm like, oh, God. Yeah. This is, but this gives us more of the womanizer that Odin is. Yeah. Uh, this scene didn't happen in the books. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, unnecessarily I'm okay. sexualizing her. Mm, not, I don't think, no. I don't think okay. it's necessary. It's unnecessarily sexualizing her. I think it's a continuity on Mr. Wednesday's character. Ah. He is who, continues to be a womanizer. Who again? If we draw parallel parallels, I can't even talk parallel, parallels with um, Odin is the Zeus figure. Yeah, they would stick their dick in anything. Just like I don't think it's really. unnecessarily sexualizing her as much as it is reminding his you character. That he's yep who he is, as opposed to the kiss yeah. with the younger sister. That's see the difference I'm feeling there. So so he's he's macking on her. And, uh, he brushes her hair. That's nice. That's sweet. That's nice, but also he wants to stick his dick in that. Um, and, I, and it sounds like it won't be the first, has not been the first time. No, they have a history. 
And so he's like, oh, you deserve better than this. You you need people to worship you and adore you and, and cater to you. Like, they should be cooking for you and da-da-da-da. And, um, and uh, he's, he's like... He's not wrong. He's like, but things are going to get better. Because I think she makes a comment like, yeah, okay, but, like... Well, she... That's the way it used to be, but... She's like, but this is enough. I, I have food. I have a roof over my head. I'm fine yeah. with what I have. And he's like, no. And so... um we see Shadow and Chernabog starting to play, and you're like, yeah, yeah. And I think the reason why they inserted the conversation between Wednesday and this sister is so we wouldn't have to sit there and watch a boring scene of them playing checkers. Which we just got the previous episode. Because we go, yeah, we back, go and back and forth, forth between these two. Um, so uh, she starts to tell him how, you know, in the old days, she um, would open the gate for her father as he would come in we get that at the story. end of the day. Mm-hmm. Um, and now she's a fortune teller. And so, um, he brushes her hair and he's like, um, tell my, tell my fortune. And so she, she reads his, um, his coffee grounds again. And, um, she's like, you gonna fail. And I love this. I love this. And he was like, that's just my fortune today. And I was like, God damn it. That was the most Wednesday, Wednesday possible thing he could have said. Wasn't it? But it's a good way to look at life. It actually kind of is. Because if you look at it, like. Well, yeah, but like shit can change. Well, I've, I mean, I've always, we're going to get real here. Uh, I have this, this thing about, you know, there's, I have a hard time believing in things like fate and destiny and fixed points and all that stuff. But I do believe that every choice and decision that you make right now affect, can affect something that happened. I mean, it's the butterfly effect. Yeah. It can affect something, you know, five years from now. Even in a small way. Yeah. Can affect something, you know, five, 10, 12 years from now. Yeah. There's a reason people do that in books because that shit happens. Yeah. I mean, obviously I chose to have children. Right. And that affects my life now. I mean, that was a a decision then that's this. And then like small things as to if I choose to go eat at this restaurant, I can meet this person who could change something in my life several years from now. I mean, if you hadn't just, posted on Tumblr that you wanted to go to 221BCon. We would never have we met. We would never have met. Exactly. Living where we live, like, really close to right. each other. I know. We would we would constantly circle the city and yeah. never actually have met. And we, when we finally met, we found out we we worked, like, two miles away from each other. I know. And, you know, when we first met, um, we first started talking because it was a year before we mm-hmm. actually physically were in the same place. Right. I lived right down the road from where you worked. Yep. It was crazy. So, yeah. It's insane. What the little things that happen. So, yeah, that that concept of, oh, that's my fortune today is just, well, yeah. Makes and, sense. And, like, then there's always the whole, if you're just like, well, that's my fate and da-da-da-da-da, you're kind of, it's it becomes a self-fulfilling it does. Prophecy because you don't do anything to fight against it. And like, yeah. So I, I just thought that but was. But that in and of itself is a choice and a decision. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And, but I, I really love this because I was like, this felt so Wednesday. This was so him. Like, oh, yeah. Like to deny. And to just be like, yeah, whatever. So, um, so, uh, it, it was great. Um, so we go to Shadow and Chernabog and he, I love this because again, like I got the distinct impression when Shadow came in to give him this offer that he had a plan. It wasn't just him talking out of his ass trying to save himself. And he is like, you can feel, I felt so gleeful hearing him say, you're playing the same game you were before old man. Which again, that gives shadow some of that 
back to him that I yep. feel like he had lost. And Chernobog is like, shut your mouth. <laughs> and because Chernobog only, and you think he'd realize this, but he wouldn't because he's got that arrogance too, is uh, he only ever needs one game. Right. He doesn't have to play people multiple times and his strategy needs, is that brute force kind of thing that works he only needs that first that one blow yeah, right that's his and and i liked that it showed shtick. about it showed about shadow the longer shadows around somebody he's, he's paying fi- attention he's gonna figure he's gonna shit figure out. You out yeah so he's gonna also come up but with a strategy but that's con man exactly mm-hmm. exactly so i like i really liked it and i think that's why some of the other stuff was super interesting to me, but also, like, I love this stuff of getting getting little bits of what's going on with Shadow and, and Wednesday and all this. Um, so we see uh, Wednesday take uh, Cloris Leachman um, <laughs> for a walk. And I will not apologize. I'm not going to say that. Vernchenyaya. Uh, which I did finally have to train my word processing program to, like, no, not every other word in this recap is... Uh, it's misspelled. I had to add a lot of things to the dictionary. I know, right? Um, so they're taking a walk, and um, she tells him uh, that you know this time they're gonna they're gonna do you in. They're gonna kill you this time. So this is not the first time that Wednesday. In, in from what I've seen, I'm getting the impression that this is not the first time Wednesday has attempted a coup. Are Are you saying this is not the first time Odin's been to war? Yeah, I, no. Like, it's just an impression I what? got. I could be wrong. What? Um, what? Oh, the man, man who is worshipped with, with blood and stabby eyes. You just ruined the whole show. I know I did. Hashtag spoilers. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he, uh, all he wants to talk about is when they were young. And when well, they did the dude. She can barely remember. When they did the dude. Oh, yeah. Because they had a history. He's such a charmer. Um, and he kisses her. And it starts to rain. And they it, it, the visual of that was really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a reason they kept showing that in all the... Uh, the previews, the tra- all the trailers, trailers for this yeah. for the whole season because it's a really pretty scene, and uh, it starts to rain and she, and she smells um, uh, what does she smell on it? And he smells war. I don't remember, but yeah, I was like, okay, um, so it it it's great, and I was just really um, I I like him relating to these people on a remember the good old days level, yeah. And that's how he's luring them in. Well, and I, yeah. And I think that's interesting. He is. So, yeah. Um, I kind of, I, I can't wait to hear his pitch to Mr. Nancy. Or if Mr. Nancy's like, I'm on board, let's get this shit done. We'll see. So, I don't know. I'm, it's all, I want to know. I want to know all, I want to know all the things. Um, so Shadow, of course, beats Chernabog, which I was so hoping for. And um, Chernabog laughs, and he's like, "Yeah, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll go, I'll go with with Wednesday to Wisconsin." Oh, she says that she can taste. She says, "I can taste you on the rain." Yes, in the rain. Which true facts. And then he says, "I can taste war," and I was like, "Also true facts, same which, thing." Which that kind of sounds kind of sexy, but if you remember the he dandelion, the, yeah, the dandelion where he seeded the clouds, it is him. So she can taste that he's causing the storm. And he can taste war. And I'm like, they're the same thing. Just saying. So, um, so of course, we find out they're going to Wisconsin. Wisconsin is one of the most That's where they're going. important places mm-hmm. in the country. They're going That's to get where? cheese. <laughs> they're going to get cheese. And it's going to be great. Um, and uh, But Chernobog's like, and then I'll kill you. That's like, well, that's nice. Um, cause technically he still has his one blow. He, yes, he does. So 
he's like, yeah, I'll go, but I'm still going to get my way, basically. Um, but now, I, I do like it, though. Shadow has put that little kernel of doubt into him. Mm-hmm. Like, well, what if one blow's not enough? You're getting kind of old. So, that was interesting. So, after a uh, really pretty eventful night, um, that we go to the next morning, uh, Shadow talks to uh, Wednesday. Now, wait. You are skipping over a very important bit. What? Wednesday, uh, Shadow goes to the window, or to the door, and realizes like, there is no fire escape outside the window for him to get up to the roof. Oh, I did forget that. And also... So, was, but then he immediately checks his pocket, and he and does, he does still have, have the coin. coin. Yeah. Um, was it a dream? Well, I, at this point, I don't fucking know. But also, that was not the only fire escape we saw in this episode. That's true. There so seems just to be a theme. Think on that. Okay. Um, so, um, Wednesday comes in, and he's like, hey, buddy, glad you slept well. Um, we're going to go rob a bank. Want some coffee? Yeah. And That's- Shadow's like what that's straight from the book it was great it It was great Uh, this is my oh my god mad sweeney i again i look at my life choices because he mine he's the one that i've looked at and said yes this is my son this is Um, my son i'm glad that they found more for him yeah because he's so entertaining he's such a great character i wish there was more of him in the book i wish this was book, but yeah. yeah. So, um, he has passed out on a toilet as apparently <laughs> as he is wont to do. Mad Sweeney is wont to do, and he <laughs> he wakes up and the the bartender from the first episode from the Crocodile Bar, um, she she's got a shotgun on him, and she's like, "All right, get the fuck out," and um, he's like. Oh, you could shoot me, but then your gun's going to jam. Or it could backfire. Like, it's not going to go well for you. And he's like, don't push your luck. And you're like, ah, 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 look. A leprechaun. Uh. Except for she does shoot at him. And um, she gets the bottle that he's drinking from. And he gets a piece of glass lodged in his face. And he um, he he was not expecting this. No. He was like, so that's a thing that happened. Yep. So later we see... <laughs> just kind of hang over in it up down the road and uh he's he's trying to go to wisconsin so you're like okay he's gonna he's gonna join back up with our team and so this guy pulls up and it's scott thompson from um uh he's most well known for kids in the hall um and he's just like this nice guy and he's like he's like uh you know i can give you a ride as far as madison and and finally mad sweeney looks at him and he's like um were you one of those uh he asks if he's a rapist if you're a rapist and i was like that's i thought okay i want to say that gender wise Mm -hmm. the fact that that's the first thing he asks not the second yeah because typically with men yeah you're gonna worry about being murdered yeah yeah but the fact that he came up with rapist first i'm like oh thank you very much for give it's for i mean he gives power to men get raped too yeah yeah and even if he's a really, I mean, Mad Sweeney's like a big dude. So big. <sighs> you can just see how many life choices that he made that are poor. So many. But he's still alive. He's walking after centuries and centuries. Yeah. Eons, Bless really. Him. I'm like, oh, you, you, need, you need a hug and a nap. Well, he offers him a nap if he will get in the car, you know, seats yeah. roll back. But I love, he says, are you a murderer? Not recently. You? He didn't answer. No. 
He's like, mm, anyway. So this guy is like, a, we find out he picks, he picked him up because um, he's been sober for like 11 years and he can recognize Aww. somebody struggling. And nice. Mad Sweeney's like, I'm not a drunk. And I'm like, um, aren't, aren't you? And um, so he's, uh, he basically ignores him and he's, he puts the seat down and he's going to take a nap. Except for up ahead, um, there's this uh, truck with all these pipes and it has an accident in it. <sighs> A pipe comes and 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 Kappa has detated. Um, it it goes straight through the guy's head, and it's it's bloody. Yeah, it's bloody good. And so they have an accident. And okay, so Mad Sweeney's not having some good luck. So what I don't understand is so we you know the fallout from the scene is the, so the dude's dead, and of course the cops and everybody has to show up and yep. and you know call it in. Why is Mad Sweeney hanging around? Yeah, like I kind of thought that he would going like on. hightail it out of there. But the guy says, "Oh, that's some really bad luck," and he gets this look on his face and he starts digging through all of his pockets and just throwing gold coins on the ground. That's when he realizes he's missing his. He's like, fuck, yeah. fuck, yeah, yeah. Because and and I'm I'm actually kind of glad this happened because I got the impression the coin was important because of the way it sunk down in the first episode, mm-hmm. and I was like, um. Why? And when we saw later in the previews that Matt Sweeney was looking for it, um, I was like, why did you give Shadow an important coin? It was like, oh, because you are you just overlooked it. But it's the, the because lucky he was coin. Because pull- he was just pulling coins out of the air, and so he mm-hmm. probably had a lot in his pockets, and he just gave one to Shadow, and I think he thought it was leprechaun gold, um, and it was the real one. Oops. And um, so he's like, he's not happy. So you're like, okay. Um, so before we continue with the super gay scene, um, I did want to remind folks that we, we really like feedback. Um, and if you have not talked to us before and you're like, I don't know, maybe I should, maybe I shouldn't do the thing. Uh, you can send us an email at randomtpodcasts at gmail.com or on Twitter at randomtcasts or on Tumblr at randomtpodcasts.tumblr.com or on Facebook at facebook.com slash randomtpodcasts. And um, if you don't want to remember any of that, you can go to our website, randomtpodcasts.com. Scroll to the bottom and there's links to all that shit. Oh, yay. Yay. What else can they find on our homepage? Our other webs- our other websites. No. Our other podcasts. I can't keep up with multiple websites. No. No. Our other podcast, uh, we, uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. just finished season four. Yeah. So we're going to be doing a wrap-up cast for that. Um, and also Gotham. It's still going. Still going. We just got a handful of episodes left for that. Yep, all yep. all this has been renewed for next year, so yay. Um, we will be recording uh, for Gardens of the Galaxy for our MCU, fe- MCU feed next weekend and Jaws. Yay. So that'll be awesome. Yeah. Uh, anything else they can find? Um, they can find our sponsor. Unofficial Natural Fandom Fragrances. Yeah. It's Smell Like Your Favorite Character, basically. Yeah. Um, for, for our new people, these are... They're not perfumes. They it's it's essential oils suspended in water, and they're these little sprays, and they're awesome. And some of them are in roll-ons, and they're combined specifically to help with certain aromatherapy type things. Mm-hmm. Um, like, oh gosh, I can't think of a single one of them right off the top of my head. Uh, Moriarty's for insomnia. Yep. Loki is for self-pity. Loki is for self-pity. And it's Marvel's Loki, so it fits. Specifically Marvel's Specifically. Loki. Specifically. Uh, they God. have the Winter Soldier, which is to help with memory. Cool, cool. Uh, 
So, I mean, and that's just a, they've got Disney, they've got Marvel, DC, there's a Wonder Woman, there's Star Wars, um, and they're doing, they've been doing some clearance stuff, so uh, looks like some new stuff's going to be coming out soon, and I can't wait. Uh, but you can get 10% off $5 or more if you use our code. Uh, Random T Podcast, no S. And so, like, one bottle can, is enough for $5. Yeah. For, for, to get your discount. So, check them out. Uh, links in our show notes and on our homepage. Yep. And if you, you know, would prefer not to purchase things, but you still would like to support us, there is a link to throw money at us. Yeah. You can do the thing. Um, all of our renewals are coming up. So, we got to pay for that. Yeah. Domain and storage. And we uh, have unlimited storage for our hosting of all our podcasts. So, you can listen to them all the time, whenever you want. For all you lovely people. Yay. So, there you go. Anything else? I don't think so. Okay. Just, uh, I did just want to s- remind people that we have committed to doing the uh, Netflix Marvel series this yes. summer. Um, and uh, we haven't scheduled when that's going to start. But just to remind people that, number one, that's going to be a thing. Number two, they're going to be in the MCU movie feed because we don't have time to podcast um, full seasons. Like, five full seasons in a summer because... Geez, um, we I think our our record is three, and that nearly killed us. Um, so what we're going to do is we're going to do each season is going to be one cast, and it's going to be on the MCU feed. So you get it, but you know, it's better than nothing. Uh, and also, I want to say we just got an, an, a, a real quick email. We did from um, Do you remember JP used to be listen to Sleepy Hollow? Yeah, with us um, wrote in. Is that go- joy? No, different. Oh, Mm-mm. this is different. This is the one that likes to email you when iTunes isn't working correctly. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is we, iTunes not working correctly? Yeah, I'll, we okay. can get we can get that offline. Okay. Um, but uh, they do say uh, you guys are the greatest, and my sister and I are so happy you've added American Gods to your podcast channel. Cool. We non-readers need your research and deep dives. Yeah, you do. Uh, we do. <laughs> so I just wanted to give that shout out real quick because we literally just got that email. Oh, that's cool. A minute ago, so. Uh, so, yeah, you want to get back to the show? Oh, do I ever. <laughs> because y'all get ready for some gay shit. We oh, yeah. we were told that episode three would be pretty fucking we gay. We were warned. And we were not disappointed. No. No, because I was like, you say that, but no, it really was. It was great. Um, so this is when we see poor Salim. Um, he is trying to meet with this this guy that we see and we don't even see him and we know he's an asshole and his assistant's an asshole and like he waits forever and eventually the guy leaves and he wants to make another appointment but of course he can't because only only appointments by phone so he's there like the entire day basically he is and can i just say that the woman at the desk yeah is perfectly characterized. That is exactly how she is in the book with the the cold and everything. Yeah. Even though the the guy who reads George Goodell who reads the books, he does the cold voice. Yeah. Yeah. Um it's great. So when she's the scene starts out and she's got the tissue and I'm like, Oh yes, they're doing that. They're doing the whole thing. It's great. Um but uh just to kind of shortcut this scene real quick, Salim in the book is I mean you you get you the impression get how miserable he is. Yeah. He is far far more miserable than you think. Yeah. Than the impression that you're even given. Yes. But yeah. So um he uh he gives her a smile and um he and we find out that uh cuz she's like 
basically like, why are you smiling? Because your day's been shit. And he's like, oh, uh, a salesman is naked in America without a smile. And so he's he's going to try again for another appointment. I was like, oh, poor baby. So he goes outside and it's raining. Um, and he, so he, he uh, wants to get a taxi. Um, to help understand Salim's character in, in, in the book, he's he's running out. He's, and he does mention he's running out of money. Yes. But he's he's been he – because when he first came to America, he was throwing money. He was tipping everybody left and right. Um, he was taking taxis everywhere because he was being the salesman. He was being this. That's how uh, Middle Eastern. Yeah, and that's the impression that people have of of that's how that, you behave in America. The, that he, of who he is, and yeah. so he was trying to live up to that. But then he started running out of money, and Aww. so uh, he he stopped tipping people. Um, he was walking instead of taking taxis. So for him to take this taxi at this specific time because it's pouring down rain, coincidence. Very. I think not. The universe is rarely so lazy. So, um, <laughs> anyway, so he gets picked up, and uh, yeah, he does in more ways than one. Eyebrow raise, um, and it's it's uh, our friend the Jin, and um, who we briefly glimpsed in uh, what was it episode two? No, episode one. Was I think it? it was the end of episode one, um, and so. Um, they start talking. It was talking. after he met media, after Shadow talked to media. Yes. And so they, they start talking and, um, he's, it turns out that, um, he's from, uh, Oman and the driver says that he was there a long time ago and he starts talking about this city and Salim is like, oh yeah, they just uncovered that a couple years ago and da da da. Like it's an archaeological site. And Jin's like, yeah, that, that's it. And the Jin starts talking about it like it's, you know, he remembers it when it was a real city. And, because he uh, does. Because he does. And so, um, Salim's like, and, and I love this because at this point they've swapped to Arabic and the subtitles are actually like, the, of course we get the subtitles in English, but behind them they're in Arabic. Mm-hmm. Like, so I thought that was really, it was a cool was visual. A great touch. Um, and so, and also kudos for swapping to their native language. That's realistic when two people meet each other that English is not their first language. Mm-hmm. They don't just continue talking in English. Um, and so um, he, he's, he's been in America and we find out that, you know, um, he, he sells junk and he doesn't like it. And he's very scared of his brother-in-law. No, no, they don't call it junk. Gigaws. Uh, they call it shit. Oh, they do. They do call it shit. He's like, you sell shit. He's like, I sell shit. Um, and we, <laughs> that was beautiful. And we find out that... Uh, like he doesn't like his brother-in-law and he's 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 just he's under a lot of pressure well his brother-in-law is the reason why he's here yes he's the one making him be here and sell all this shit right so um they get stuck in traffic and the gym fucking falls asleep well he's been driving for 30 hours yeah i yeah. think he says and um he uh Salim wakes him up and he's just he's you just get the impression that he's such a nice guy what is his name Salim. Okay, because I have both Salim and Samil. Oh, I in my notes. Sal- oh, let me let me look it up. I have both S A L I M and S A M I L. Okay, hold on. Let me look it up. Like it switches halfway through, and I don't know why I changed my spelling. Uh, let me find out. It's important because I don't want to get his name wrong. I don't know why I'm saying that. I don't know why because it's entertaining. Salim. Salim. Yeah. Okay, because I have I don't know why I have both. Maybe I just started typing it wrong. And this actor has been in all 
kinds of things. I knew he was he's, familiar. He's that familiar guy that you've seen and stuff. Awesome. Um, and so, um, he wakes him up and he's just, it was kind of like he's a nice guy. He's a good guy. Mm-hmm. And he feels like, I get the impression that he feels kind of bad that he's got to wake him up, but he kind of does. So when the djinn wakes up, we see that, um, we see the eye flashy thing that we saw in the diner and, um, uh, Salim sees it and he's like, Oh, okay. So my grandmother used to tell me this story about, um, desert spirits and they had eyes like your eyes, eyes of fire, spirits of fire. And he's like, yeah, he admits it. He's like, yeah, there aren't, there aren't. I mean, why deny it at that point? Yeah. He's like, there, there aren't a lot of us in New York right now. And, and, um, nobody really ever knows anything about his people because he thinks that, um, they just think that he can grant wishes. And he's because like, genies, he's like, if I could grant wishes, you think I'd be driving this fucking cab? And so, um, uh, Celine puts his hand back on his shoulder and, um, he, uh, and it's, oh my God, it's, it's so sweet. sweet. It's really sweet. It's love at first sight. It is. And so, um, he, he drops Celine off at his hotel and Celine comes back, like he, he's about to leave, but he comes back and he's like, by the way, I'm in room, whatever, whatever. And you're like, Mm-hmm. You're like this is the gay I was promised, um, and uh, so the gin goes goes up with him, and they have awkward elevator hand holding, and it's it's sweet again. It's really sweet. It's really sweet. And so um, the uh, they 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 get to the sex, and I was actually really surprised they showed what they showed. They showed a lot, but it wow. wasn't. But did they show any more or less than we saw with the hetero no, couple? But, no, but for me, it wasn't. Because we see a lot of people that fetishize the gay thing mm-hmm. and they turn it into like it's some kind of guilty pleasure. Mm-hmm. Like it's like it's really. Uh, Naughty. Yes. And this was just two people. Yeah. And I liked it. It was just it was what it was. That is Technic that is what Fuller was going for. I read an article uh, where he was talking, especially with men of this racial descent. Yeah, where who, this is not very common in the culture. Oh, this is very frowned upon. This is like seriously, they will hang you. They will yeah. kill. Maybe not hang you, but they will kill you. Yeah. Um. And so it's always, uh, it's always super quick. That's when you know Salim goes down on his knees at first. Mm-hmm. That's what they're used to that's you get in you get out because, because you don't want to get caught exactly you get quick you get in and you just and there's no um but fuller wanted to show it with uh, a representation of exactly what you're talking about yep. of the feeling of the romantic side it's, of it you see the little sweet bits you see that the yes. awkwardness you see that it's not just and to show that a bad porn <laughs> and to show that with with men of of this particular race of the middle yeah. eastern race that that was very powerful and it was very important for him to yeah. communicate it because that's this is how the scene was written in the book this is how the scene should be and to have that representation in television yeah was very important to him yeah and in reading that article is when I was like, oh. Yeah. Oh, he's, oh, he's one, oh. I, I got that. But why that was, that matters, whether, what Fuller's sexuality is, the fact that it mattered to me for a minute made me feel bad. Because well, it shouldn't. It shouldn't, but shouldn't it, I also kind of feel like, well, yeah, no wonder we can trust him. Yeah. 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 Like, oh, Which that makes sense. It seems like this. Yeah. Yeah. So, but it shouldn't matter, but it does. Yeah. But it shouldn't. 
So I thought this was very well done. Also, it was beautiful when they like the imagery. It of wasn't it, sex. Yeah, when they when they kind of went transparent, and we had the fire imagery. I was like, did he just turn him into a gin? <laughs> <laughs> or is that just a visualization of it, everything? His, he just came. Yeah, pretty much. That's, okay, that's the impression I got. Okay, that was like, oh, so we're doing this. Yeah, but it was very okay. artsy. It was, but the whole show is pretty artsy. It but is. it, but they kind of saved it for that at the end, and uh, it didn't really ruin it. Yeah, but yeah. Anyway. So this is where I I completely missed the point. Because what I think, what I thought happened is, okay, I thought the djinn was now in Sal- Salim's body. And, um. Like he possessed him or took over. Yeah, or... like maybe that's how djinns okay. operate. Like, I don't know. And he, I know your um, life. At, and he gets, because he got the, the clothing the djinn was wearing the night before. And there's this ID on the floor. And I thought that was the guy that the djinn previously possessed, for lack of a better word. Mm-hmm. Because it wasn't Salim's, I, it wasn't Salim's face, right? I don't remember. But I think I it was another look. guy. And I was okay. like, oh, that was the previous guy. Um, and so, um, quote unquote, Salim uh, puts on the clothing, puts the sunglasses on, goes out and takes the cab. And because the gent says earlier, I don't grant wishes. And Salim says to him, but you do. Yeah. He kind of did. He gave Salim a way out yeah. of the life he was leading. Yeah. So I thought that and was I sweet. Think even, even if Salim ended up getting possessed or whatever. Still better than what he was going through. And Get a he, point. And he had a really nice, you know, respite from a nice time. Yeah, he had a really but nice. But that's time. but that's not what happened. Yeah. Okay. So they basically traded because Salim's clothes were gone, and we okay. did we did see him in that diner back in the other episode. We did, but he was with the full beard, and like it was the gin guy. Yeah, that was the gin. Yes, the gin is in the gin and Salim traded clothes. So does the. The Jin's just going to live the Jin's life. Jin's going to go do what Jin's do. He's not going to be Salim. No. Okay. He didn't take over Salim's life. Okay. But he took his clothes. I don't know why this is confusing me so much, but I'm trying to make sure I'm either. not screwed up. They swapped. I really thought like it was It was like, well, you know, dick the, game strong, just like Bilquis's vag game <laughs> strong. No. The Jin gave Salim a new life. Good job. And took Salim's clothes and went off to do Jin things. Good job, buddy. It's that simple. Good job, buddy. I like that. He did grant his wish. Yeah. Salim's a nice guy. Okay. Can I maybe hope to see Salim again? Or is it all gin going forward? Or at least in the book? Or can you tell me or that won't? It's mildly interesting. Damn it. She won't tell me anything. No. No, I won't. So, hey, book readers. Uh, You're not allowed to read the emails. Slip me an email. And I'll know. Damn it. She will, too. (laughs) She'll know. Write it in code. <laughs> I don't know how I'm going to read the code because then you would have to tell me how to read the code. She'll intercept that too, but. You're just going to. Right. Sorry. Think really hard and maybe I'll figure it out. <laughs> if you believe. That's what this whole show is about. Believe. <laughs> All right. So. Sorry, um, not sorry. So, so. You. You chose this. I did. I did. So we we got a bank robbing time. And uh, Wednesday has Shadow, uh, you know, of course, driving him, as he does. And um, he tells Shadow to have faith in him. Shadow's like, yeah, okay, whatever. And so, because um, Shadow's, like, not really 
enthused about the whole bank no, robbing idea? No, he's pretty much against it. Because he's like, um, I was in prison like three days ago, so maybe this is going to send me right back. And Wednesday's like, Wednesday's like, nah, man, you will come out smelling like a rose. It'll be fine. And so they go inside and um, they're they're casing the joint. And so Shadow's freaking out because he's like, oh, my God, cameras. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I'm being filmed right now. And Wednesday um, uh, artfully avoids them. Uh, and so he, they, they, uh, then they go back outside. And so Shadow's like, um, again. Now, wait, gonna- what, what does Wednesday do while he's in there? What does he do while he's in Picks there? Picks up deposit slips. <gasps> oh, yeah. Yep. He does because he's smart and mm-hmm. other mostly this this isn't so I mean it is Wednesday also being smart but it's also a lot of other people being real dumb yeah it's true I mean like but he again he's an older man like him he's but not this is someone this you is would actually an old scheme and instead yeah, not is. not quite his um his ploy but people used to uh fill in their account number and then just put the deposit slips back and people would be like, oh, look, my cat number's already on here. Not pay attention. Okay, then those people are dumb. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah. But. So. What was it? Uh, I think somewhere in this, Wednesday, uh, Shadow says to Wednesday that he's been around long enough to know that one in four people are stupid. I mean, like, that's true. And I think that's actually probably I think that's generous. pretty giving. Yeah, I think that's pretty generous. Um, so uh, I love it because they get outside and Shadow's freaking out. And Wednesday's like, how about I buy you a cocoa? And I was like, that sounds really oh, good. Oh, that's so sweet. Um, and he's like, he wants them to have enough marshmallows. And I'm glad that he is concerned about that because that is the paramount well, question when you are having cocoa. Right. Well, and he does tell him to go and get the, the number off the, the pay phone. Right, that's, right. That's, that's, that's I'm part of the con. Right. And he goes in and he gets him and he goes, <laughs> and Wednesday's like, oh, why should I care about marshmallows? Blah, 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 blah. Yes, I like marshmallows. Yeah. Ricky played that off so well. He did. He did. It was so cute. And he, like, he went from being an angry ball of fire to a little boy like, in it, like 0.5 seconds. Yes, I like those things. Yes, you. I like marshmallows. <laughs> Um, and so how do you say no to marshmallows? I know, right? Like that still wasn't enough though. Like my cocoa is like half marshmallow. And is he telling him to think about snow yet? Yes. This is where, and I think the whole reason for the cocoa was the marshmallows and the imagery. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Um, so he tells him to start thinking of snow and he's like, concentrate really hard. Make, make the clouds bigger and da da da. And And he points them out, doesn't he? And, uh, this is when Wednesday takes over driving, which I thought was interesting. And cause he, he wants Shadow to take a little nap. Take a little nappy nap. Thinking about that snow. Thinking about that snow, because that's important stuff. So, yeah. Is he really napping, though? I don't know. I don't either. So, this whole fucking thing's probably a dream. Um, so, they go... <laughs> the whole book's a dream. Come on. Yeah. I'll just tell you now. So, they... Sorry. They go to, they go to this, like, Sorry. Kinko's. Um, actually, I don't think... Are Kinko's a thing anymore? They are, but it's just a random photocopying shop. And so... Um, I don't think they had the money to pay yeah, for that There's no branding. No. Um, <laughs> Wednesday um, is uh, is looking at this woman that's that's making, like, these repent now kind of flyers about Jesus. And so um, he's, uh, you know, he, he starts talking about Jesus. And Jesus is doing well. Let's start talking about Mexican Jesus. And, and Shadow's like... Yeah, okay, whatever. And white Jesus. And white and Jesus. And he's like, he's like, there's all these different Jesuses filling different uh, niches in each of the cultures. 
And um, he says that, you know, Mexican Jesus came to America illegally. And Shadow's like, yeah, okay. And he's like, no, literally, like, he he's came like, over the... He's like, Winston's like, that's not being racist. And he's... Ask him. He's, he's like, no, he crossed the Rio Grande, like, and came in as an illegal. Like, that's how it worked because he represents that culture. And um, so I, I thought this was interesting that we get some Jesus talk. And he's not, um, he's not like, a, I, I guess, as, as uh, anim... Like, there's not the animosity in his tone when he speaks of, as there is, like, when he speaks of Technical Boy and the, so, the newer gods. Right. So even though Christianity is relatively new, new compared religion to, compared, compared to, to Odin. say, the Norse mythologies, um, yeah, Jesus is, you, you you get the impression Jesus is considered one of the old gods. Yes. Yes. Or of that generation. Um, but... Also, did you notice that the guy behind the counter that Wednesday goes up to to, to finish the transaction looked pretty Jesus-y to me? Oh, I didn't pay attention to him. Yeah, he had the, the longer hair that was, like, parted in the middle and oh. slicked down the sides, and he had a little mustache-looking yeah. thing going on. I only really, My son-in-law is Jesus. Yeah, he is. Well, he's white Jesus. He's a white Jesus. Because, um, let's be real, everybody makes their Jesus look a little different based on their culture. And he is so white. Yeah. So, but yeah, I thought it was interesting in my rewatch. I noticed that the the guy, the clerk, the clerk was yeah, because Jesusy um, looking. He just wants some business cards, and he wants them printed pretty quick. And he um and he <laughs> looks back at Shadow, and he's like, "Keep thinking about snow." And Shadow's like, "This is holy shit." Well, then, is this where we get the whole montage of snow? like snow crystals and in, yes. in their fancy um we start with the glass on the copy um on the copy machine and oh, it, yeah, yeah, and it yeah. just kind mm-hmm. of spreads like it's you know and but, it was again this really pretty visual that's some serious concentration and so as they're leaving the uh shop damned if it isn't snowing outside yeah <laughs> wednesday's like um that's enough and yeah because he's like maybe stop talking about it like i want snow but i don't want enough to like you know, immobilize the whole city. So, but we still again, need to get around. Again, that was enough to mobilize our city. That would be, yeah, just the company, whether or not it's stuck, just it coming down from the sky like that. Yep. We're done. School's canceled. Work's canceled. You, you live here now. Yeah. Yeah. Snowmageddon. You laugh. That was but 93. We... 1993. We, that happened. Yeah. Oh yeah. But that was an actual straight up blizzard. But then, then we had the snowmageddon a couple years ago. Oh, where and we, everybody was we, stuck on the side of the road because it yes. came down in like minutes, and we literally called it Snowmageddon. That's what the news That's right. agencies called it. That's right because they weren't expecting it to start until later in the day, and, and we don't started. know how to drive in snow. No, we don't. We don't have the right tires. We crash for it. things. We don't have the tires for it. We don't have the roads for it. We don't have the experience for it. And there were literal cars lined up on the side of the road for days. Yeah, it was crazy. So. I was like, oh, people, people laugh at us, but, city. Yeah. you know, we also live in 110 degree heat in the middle of the summer. Yeah. Just so. saying. There you go. Um, so, uh, you know, Wednesday wants to feed Shadow up before their bank robbery. He, well, he that, wants to make sure he has a, he has a full tummy. Well, as you should, because you shouldn't rob banks on an empty stomach. You really word shouldn't. To the, word, word to the wise. Yeah. Um, but also it's to pass time. Yeah. And so you're like, okay. Um, and so... <laughs> Shadow's like what they don't explain is they're waiting for the bank to close. Okay, okay. It's a, it's a Saturday. You don't. They don't explain this. Oh, it's a Saturday. And it's banks, a short hours. Banks close at noon on Saturday. Okay. Remember this book was written ten years ago. Now they're open like all day. Yeah. But, well, some of them. 
some of them, yeah. Yeah. So, but so that, you know, banks close at noon. Gotcha. And they're it's snowing and everybody's rushed the... and gotcha. So, um, uh, Shadow doesn't want food because he's still noodling on the whole. Yeah. It's not supposed to snow and it's not supposed to be this cold. And, um, <laughs> Wednesday's like, uh. It wasn't supposed to be cold at all, I think he says. Yeah. And is, Wednesday's mm. like, he like shrugs it off and he's like, whatevs. And, uh, <laughs> it's this one. Um, he's, uh, bad sweetie comes in and he interrupts their conversation and you're like, oh, okay, he's here now. Um, and he, all he wants is he's focused on Shadow and he's like, where's my coin? And Shadow's like, um, you gave it to me? The, okay. No takesy backsies? And the whole time during the scene, I'm like, okay, now kiss. Yeah. Okay, now kiss. Because this is hashtag um, Moondog. Mad, Mad Moon. Mad, is it Mad Moon? Mad Moon. Mad, that's right, Mad Moon. Because Pablo is hashtagging his own pictures of the two of them. Yeah. Mad Moon. And he, you know he's got to know what he's doing because Orlando has got to have explained it to him. Bless you, Pablo. Bless you. And also I bless you, Orlando. This. I love you. I am here for this. Um, And so... <laughs> Think of the hate sex. Uh, oh, I know, right? And so um, Mad Sweetie's like, um, I gave you the wrong coin. And Shadow's like, um, you can... You shouldn't have given it to me. Also, but like you can pluck coins out of the air and maybe show me how to do that. And, you know, and he's like, no. Um, and uh, he's like, I did pluck that one out of the air. <laughs> And no. Shadow still thinks it's a trick. No, well, Shadow's like, you need to tell me how you how you plucked it out of thin air. And Sweeney's like, I, I plucked did. it out of thin air. That's how I plucked it out of thin air. Yeah, Shadow still thinks it's a trick that he needs to be shown how to do. Correct. And um, so finally, he's like, listen, I threw it away in Eagle Point. It's my it's on my wife's grave. Go go find it if you want. And we get confirmation that Eagle Point is in Indiana. Indiana. Mm-hmm. Which I thought at one point they referred to Maryland, but whatever. Um, and so... Um, a lot of this takes place in the Midwest. Yeah. So Matt Sweeney tells Wednesday, like, I'll get you in Wisconsin. I got shit to do. And so he heads out. Peace. He, he pieces out. Right. Yeah. Well, and then my thought is, how in the hell is he going to get there, you poor, poor dear? I know. And that we'll see you in Wisconsin. Because isn't he still wearing, like, his, his, his uh, tank top wife beater thing? That and his luck. No, no. Just think about how bad his luck has been. Oh Is he oh. going to make it? I mean, you poor baby. My sweet angel. Which by the end of the episode, we see that he does. But I was My like, sweet oh. rage angel. Because he's so angry. So very angry. So, yeah. so angry. Yeah. Um. So later, <laughs> we get them Can headed back to the though? bank. And Wednesday is just like, or Shadow's just like, this is a terrible idea. This is a terrible idea. And Wednesday's like, it's fine. You're more of a light accomplice. Um. And he's like, wait by the payphone. And he says, uh, he hands him the business card and he says, when you answer, this is your identity. And um, he's like, uh, okay, I'm like, A, whatever, like, what's my first name? And he's Haddock. like, I don't know. Pick one. One. And so he's like, um, but he, but he, he kind of makes a bargain, which we're constantly making bargains. And he's like, listen, will you believe in me if this whole thing ends and you don't go to jail? And, um, Hey, Shadow starts thinking about it, and then he heads over to the to the ATM, and it's not unreasonable. It's not, and so uh, he he puts an out of order sign on the ATM. Yeah, he does. And uh, then he just he just gets a chair, and he's got like he's got like one of those um, lockable bank bags. Yes, like, like you see, uh, like the Brinks guys carry. Oh, I was thinking Wells Fargo, but yeah, no, it's the the armored the trucks you see around guy. town that yeah. pick up. It's one of those big, bags, the, so it looks yes. legit. He's got like a he's got a security guard uniform on. Uh, the only difference really about the scene is in the book; it's a night deposit. 
that okay. he puts the sign over, not an ATM, but now the that's ATMs not do really that, important. So yeah. So. yeah. And so uh, he sits and we see, uh, we see Wednesday interacting with these customers and he's taking their money. The ATM's closed. He's taking and the he's, deposits. And he's taking their slips and he's writing stuff. He's got a clipboard. Looks legit. See, until I, when it I. It looks s- sort of legit, except for like, no. Well, I saw the scene and I was like, I, I might fall for that. Don't. I mean, I wouldn't now. Yeah. I wouldn't now. But don't. Although, but it would require interacting with somebody, so I might not do it. Yeah, just purely out of that. But like, yeah. I am a skeptical ass bitch and I don't trust it's your, anybody. It's your job to be a skeptical ass bitch. Though. It is. It is though. Um, and what so makes you good at your job. And so he's putting, he's, he's just taking these people's deposits and it like shadows looking at it. Like, are you fucking kidding me? This is one of my favorite scenes out of the book. And this is when a police car pulls up and I love cause they keep, shadow. they keep, moving the camera back to shadow and you can see in his face where he's like, I fucking told you so. Mm-hmm. And so, um, you know, Wednesday's just very genial. Like he's talking to the cop. It's not a big deal. And, um, finally we get the, the phone ring and it's the police officer wanting to check up on, uh, on is, is this a legitimate job from now, the security company? And now remember, why do we keep getting Shadow on Wednesday's names mixed up? I don't know. Shadow even has an alibi for standing by the phone. Yes. He's Tell waiting your, for his, your girlfriend's your car broke down yep. and waiting for a call. Yep. And um, so he, uh, he, he plays along really well because he, the cops, the cops like, are you are you serious? This is a legitimate job. You just really have two guys, and he's like, "God, d- tell me about it." Like, I got one that like da 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 da. He goes on, and then he, you know, the the officer's like, "Okay, he sold on it. Like, he didn't have to go any further, but he did." And then he's like, "You know what? You're a conscientious young man. He really if gets you want into some, it. If you want some side work, you have my number. You give me a call." And the guy's like, "Well, thank you. I I, I appreciate that." As reluctant as he was to do this job, boy, he gets into he's it. He's good at it. Mm-hmm. You, I really got a lot of like. This is this is shadows. This is more the shadow I'm used to seeing. Yeah, hearing. Um, it's awesome. And so later that night, <laughs> shadows driving Wednesday, and Wednesday's like, uh, "Are you in jail? I don't no. think you're in jail." And Shadow's like, "No." And so he gives him some of the money, and you see him kind of hesitate, and then he's like, "Okay, I'll because take the receiving money. stolen goods, yeah, that's illegal." But also, like, I know it's technically illegal, but also those people are dumb shits. Okay, so. There's that. I, I have to explain. Again, this is one of my favorite scenes. Part of this, what that they don't show of this scene from the book is that uh, when they're when when Wednesday is done with this bank, Con. with this no, with the bank, oh, okay. and he packs everything up and he gets back in the car and they drive off. He tells Shadow to go to another bank a few blocks over. Oh, they're going to keep and doing it. Wednesday, no. Wednesday is going through the bags and he's pulling some cash out. Not all of them, just some cash here, some cash there, leaving all of the checks. And he puts them all, and he, then he deposits the rest of it. In another bank. In another bank. As though it seems kind of legit. Yeah. It's, it's, it looks like, oh, this is a business's deposit of da 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 da. So some, so it's not as sketchy, sketchy as some of the deposits made it through. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. That's really smart. Uh-huh. And plus, if you... Give, like, this is a really well thought out... This is like, like leverage you, level con. If you give some dude cash, there's no record. But yeah, if there's a check, 
So they like well, the checks don't do them any good. They can't cash them exactly. So he takes all he's taking is the cash, but not all of the cash. That's amazing. I did, yeah. Oh, that mm-hmm. was, oh I was. I like, wish that's they would have included smart. that. It is. It is. That's some high level con right there. Mm-hmm. And so um, Wednesday starts talking about the United States and how America wonders what it is. And Shadow's like, um, America knows what it is. And he's like, no, they really don't. Yeah, no. Um, and so um, uh, Wednesday tells Shadow that uh, he's pretending that he can't believe in this stuff. He's just, and again, this is kind of goes back to what the Midnight Star was telling him. If you believe in nothing, you are nothing. And so we're driving down the middle of the road. Um, it's, it's dark out and this wolf walks out. And I was like, I love you already. I don't know who you are, but I love you. I don't i was i saw the wolf and i was like okay this means something but i can't figure out what it means yeah and so like they almost hit it but they don't because i would have rioted and um it walks off and uh wednesday tells shadow to, just to keep driving and you're like okay so that's, well, that's the thing that happened that's the thing that happened and i feel like it's important or they wouldn't have shown it um and, and shadow even outright asks wednesday this is where he talks about yes. one in one in four people are stupid and he flat out asks wednesday did i make it snow Wednesday does not answer his question. No, he does not. So, did Shadow make the snow, or did he not make the snow? Well, I think my interpretation is that Wednesday made it snow. Shadow made it as big as it was. Okay. He made it as intensive a snowstorm as it was. Okay. That is what I... Just me talking out of my ass. Okay. So, there you go. Okay. Um, I was just curious on what a non-book reader's interpretation of that was. Yeah, And so um, he, uh, Shadow says that, you know, the, the, well, this whole thing feels like a dream. And Wednesday's like, you know, it's beautiful. To- as dream, as opposed to a delusion. That's a very yes. important distinction that Shadow makes. Yes, because because Shadow's like, no, like a, a delusion is, is not good. Like you. Delusions you, feel real. Yeah. And he's like, but this feels like a dream. And so um, he, oh, yeah, this is where I was like, I was almost like, you're going to get hit. Because Wednesday's like, well, you believed in love. And he's like, no, I didn't, not until Laura. And um, Wednesday's like, okay, well, you didn't believe and the world changed and now you do. So, yeah, world changed, no, believe, bitch. And so, um, (laughs) yo, bitch, get out the way. (laughs) Oh, my God. And so um, he he tells Shadow that um, that he is afraid of being forgotten, but he can again. This is not the he first time he said that. Most things, but not that, not being forgotten, not oh. even dying. Oh. And so he um, figures that the um, first thing that Shadow will remember when he thinks back on this um, over the course of his life is the snow. And you're like, okay, head full of snow. There you go. I see what you did there, uh, writers. Uh, uh, uh. Um, so we get we get the next little bits are just really quick. Um, this is the, God. This whole episode is more show not tell. Um, it really is. This, this ending part is a lot of that. So we get poor my sweet baby Mad Sweeney. He finally gets to Eagle Point. He's he's just going to dig Laura up, and I'm like, God, how how far down did that coin go? I was very relieved to see he made it. Yes, it went all the way down. Um, we see Shadow and Wednesday go check into a hotel. We're not really sure where they are. Um, Mad Sweeney finally gets down to the coffin. And it's like the coin burned a hole through the through the coffin lid, and it's empty. Ain't nobody there. Nope. And so Shadow gets into his hotel room, and who is there waiting for him but his dead ass wife, yep. who ain't so dead. Nope. And she's like, "Hey, puppy." And cutscene. So yeah. Uh, while 
Yes, Shadow did leave the coin on his wife's grave. Yes. Matt Sweeney did not go after it. Matt Sweeney is not in the book as much as... As he is in the show. Okay. He yeah, did you not, told me that before, that you were surprised that he was credited that with they as had, many episodes. Yeah, I was like, he didn't have that big of a part in the book, but here he is. And I'm glad because I liked his character. I wanted more of his character. Uh, I think he's so a he's, good foil to Shadow. He is. He's kind of his other. He's he's in Wednesday's court, but also like him and Shadow are very different in a lot of ways, but they're very similar. They are. They're also both very, very tall. Um, so tall. Sweeney's taller. So now, yeah. So Matt Sweeney didn't show up at the restaurant. He did not uh, go to Laura's grave and dig her up. Yeah, well, I didn't say dig her up, but dig up her grave. So that didn't happen. And but I'm okay with that change because it's expanding the and, character, and because it was show not tell. Yeah, and it is expanding his character. Who I love, and I love Pablo in that. He is Matt Sweeney. This yeah, is this awesome. is Matt. Sw- like where I complain about sh- the shadow is not the shadow from the book. Yeah. This, he is Mad Sweeney. Yeah. He is this insane. Yeah. In the book. And I love it. Yeah. Love it. I have chosen him. Yes, you have. Yep. I do not make good choices. No, I, I worry about your life choices. I do. So there's that. <laughs> so so uh, we have feedback, correct? We do. Other than the one we got mid cast, because that was just cool. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. Let's see. Because I try to read these in the order that we get them. So this is from Michael. Okay. Uh, Aloha, ladies. Aloha. Says the opening with Anubis was interesting, but it also points to a problem with Gaiman's narrative style translated into live action. Okay. Without more in-depth details in the writing, these scenes scenes seem unrelated and non sequitur in nature. Yeah. And that's what I'm picking up on. Yeah. And I'm kind of glad I have you to go, maybe not. Hold on. Like, you're not spoiling anything, but you're also not, like... Like, don't like don't, it's not don't completely random don't check it out yeah yeah don't check out on it something i don't know check 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 testing check. testing okay sibilance sibilance <laughs> y'all should hear us before we start recording oh my god we make darth vader noises it's awesome and all we've had to drink today is water yes this i is... just want to point that out this is a sober podcast yes, yes. you can't tell the difference can you no <laughs> we're like this normally <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Michael sa- goes on. It says, The more Shadow embraces the weird and gives into the fact that the world is stranger than he ever imagined, the more he'll feel like the character from the book. That's okay. I'm not going to discount that, but also Shadow's smarter. <laughs> I'm not going to let it go. Michael, uh, you know how she gets. Uh, There's no talking her around on this. I'm still bitter about that headstone. Oh, God, that was even pre-Michael. From episode one in Sleepy Hollow. Sleepy Hollow, they folks, would, y'all know. They would, if the woman was burned for witchcraft, they would never have buried her in sacred ground. <laughs> y'all know. Y'all know. Still bitter to this day. I know you are. Four years later. Yes. Uh, anyway, uh, he says, for now, we just get glimpses of the shadow that just rolls with whatever comes at him. His covering as the security agency of the phone was the first time he felt like shadow to me. Yeah, I thought yes. that was great. Although, to me, the first time he felt like Shadow was when he was challenging Chernobog for the second checker game. Uh, yeah. That's when he started to feel like Shadow to yeah. me. Uh, he says, Ha, huh? I was going to give you potentially spoilery pre-back that was that the red-eyed man with Wednesday was most likely the Jin cab driver from the book. Guess I don't need to now. <laughs> the show seems to really be leaning into the sexual scenes, which is fine, but I wish they'd also lean more into 
to scenes that drive the plot forward. Yeah. Bilquis and the Jin only... Thank you, Michael, for spelling it correctly. Yep. Thank you. Uh, Jin is spelled D-J-I-N, by the way, N-N, two N's. Um, and Michael spells it correctly, and I appreciate that. But it's J-I-N-N in the show, isn't it? I think so. I think that's but what it should be spelled I think that's D. what the guy's credited as. Anyway. Uh, he says, only this, Bilquis and Jin only serve to flesh out the world of American gods. They're setting shots like the exterior of a building, then cutting to an office where people are talking. Then lets the viewer know that the meeting is happening in that building. These tangible snippets of story are to the show us the main story takes place in a world where the fantastic is real. I'm going to put a pin in that. Okay. Because I have theories. Okay. However, I can't give those theories because they're potentially spoilery. Okay. So do you need to Michael, reply back to his I'm just, email? I'm just going to say, Michael, hold that thought. Okay. Uh, so, okay. He says, My, okay, Mad Sweeney doesn't seem as desperate to get his coin back as I was expecting. Okay. I think to get really desperate, okay. we would have had to see a longer run of bad luck. Okay. This is, well, God, he doesn't this is have, probably not the first time I'm just going to say, it. he doesn't have the coin back. That's true. The coin was not retrieved. It was not. I don't think he's done. I think he's going to get more desperate as he continues to not have the coin. But I also think, like, this isn't the first time that this has probably happened over the many, <laughs> many, many years of him being drunk and giving coins away. Yeah, he really needs to not do that. Yeah. He says, uh, and we finally get Laura back from the dead. She seems much too clean to have crawled out of a grave. I could be interested to see how they treat her condition going forward. Yeah. He says, while I'm enjoying the show so far, I really feel sorry for those watching this that aren't already familiar with the story. I think they really, I think I'd be really lost if I didn't know the original story already. I think this is one of those that I think, and I think that's why we've had such a response to it. This is... This is a show that's kind of made for podcasting. Kind of, yeah. It's made for the, okay, here's... Let's pull it apart. Yeah, and let's talk about it and make sure you understood it because clearly... Yeah, let's I go over this like again. Jen's dick is absorbing people, like... Yeah, you really misinterpreted that scene. I think I was trying, to, I think I was trying to tie it to the Bilquist thing, like the other equivalent. I think you were, and I think you were also pushing it towards the more fantastical yes. side of things, yes. which we're led to believe. That's what yeah. Shadow's learning about, so that's where you were going. I yeah. see that, but it was much more practical. Yeah. He was just being to that nice man. He bought that nice man some flowers. <laughs> I mean, like, I, I would overcomplicate something that is such a shocker. So, yeah. My cat has just announced her presence to me. Yes, I see you, baby. The cat Bastet. I see you, baby. I will pet you when I have a hand free. Bastet had babies with Anubis, I'm just saying. In the books. Okay. And they had segment. This is the... And you're talking about... Just so our listeners are not confused, you're talking about a completely different set of books. Okay. Amelia Peabody... Lady Victorian is that archaeologist. That, is that the crocodile on the Nile book you yeah, tried to yeah, give me? Yeah, 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 I yeah. have I still have that book on my Kindle. Oh my god. I, I will it. read it. And the audiobooks are amaze balls. The narrator is awesome. Yeah. So um also pay attention to your damn cat because she will keep pawing you and being cute. <laughs> I but I can't hold I sorry, I can't. Yeah, you you love honor. Yeah. Hey, baby. So, uh, Luca write, writes into us. Oh, yay. And says, I finally caught up with American Gods, and wow, what an episode. My initial doubts have been soothed, and I'm really starting to dig the artsy style of the show. It's hard not to be impressed by their aesthetic. Yeah. My favorite effect this week 
was definitely the giant clock behind Selim during the Jin storyline, but more on that later. The practical effects are also top-notch. Mad Sweeney pulling that shard of glass out of his cheek looked great. It did. After reading this email, I, I read this email before my rewatch. When I did my rewatch and I, I paid close attention to that scene, I was like, yeah, that is really... I mean, like it... Yeah. yeah. It was... Yeah. Uh, she says, which brings me to what I like to call Mad Sweeney's very bad, no good day. Yeah. The poor, jo- poor guy just cannot catch a break this episode. I'm really th- thrilled that they're giving Mad Sweeney this much screen time since it's such a joy to watch Pablo Schreibner act. I also knew but forgot he's Liv Schreibner's brother. Oh, I didn't. Yeah. Know. I mean, like the name is pretty. I mean, like that's not a common name. Yeah. I meant to Aww. mention that previously. Is but that his little brother? That's his little brother. Oh, my God. That's amazing. He has a very large man. Well, so is Liv Schreibner. Well, yeah, he's the, well. Because for those for our listeners, he plays um, um, Logan's among other things. But yeah, he plays Saber Logan's Tooth. brother. He plays Sabretooth, Logan's brother. Well, they were gonna, they were going to either CGI Wolverine. or put him in a suit, like put him in a bulky suit, and mm-hmm. he was like, "Give me a chance," and he bulked up for that role. Yeah, he did. So yeah. Uh, so they go on saying, speaking of acting, Shadow's facial expressions give me life. Ricky Whittle really knows how to say, what the fuck, and I'm so done with your shit. He does. With little more than his eyes. Oh, my you God. Are, I know. He really does. <clears throat> and I, uh, on, my, on my own note, I, I wanted to point out, I feel like Shadow isn't perfectly clean all the time, like a leading man usually is. Yeah. Clean and shiny and perfect. Yeah. And he's not. He's got cut and dirt and stuff on his face a lot. And I'm like, that's real. Yeah. That's, yeah. A, good, that's a good choice. Uh, so, the, <clears throat> excuse me. They go on to say, I also immensely enjoy Mr. Wednesday being portrayed as the shameless womanizer he is. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but let's be real. This week's sexual attention award doesn't go to him, but to someone in someone entirely else. Holy shit. Did I just watch the best male on male sex scene on mainstream television? That is a true statement. I hadn't expected them to even include Salim and Jen since it's a very fairly unrelated storyline in the novel it's one of my favorite parts of the book and as far as I'm concerned they nailed it pun intended oh the pun should be intended that's good that was a good choice sexy times aside they also managed to capture the innate sadness of these two characters not enough in my opinion there should have been more sadness because on Salim's side your damn tongue you angst monster leave me alone so I'm, <laughs> there needs so to be more sadness. I love this character. Let's hurt him. I'm wondering which, if any, of the Somewhere in America characters will show up again and how they might be tied in with the main story. Let me back my statement up. The payoff would have been better if he had been sadder. The fact that he Selim got the new life. Okay. The like, payoff would have been greater. I'll give you that. The emotional payoff. I'll give you that. Okay. If you would have seen just how desperate he was. Right. So, okay. Back to the email. Sorry. Almost done. So, another thing that stuck out to me was the sheer ador- adorableness of Mr. Wednesday buying Shadow's hot cocoa with marshmallows. Oh and Shadow grudgingly admitting that he likes it. Yeah, he does. I know I should probably rather write about Shadow making it snow or how much I love the concept of Odin as a con man, but the hot cocoa in and of itself is too perfect to be true. <laughs> that is, yes. Yes. <laughs> that, it is beautiful. You are correct. So, 
All right, that's all of our feedback. Oh, also the cocoa probably puts him in the mind of it's cold and I, you know, well the visual of it, the 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 whiteness yeah. and the car, like the car driving over the marshmallows is like a parallel to driving through snow and yeah, so yeah. on. So yeah, so, was that all right? That's all of our feedback. Yay! Yay! So so yeah, I really there's a lot of good stuff in this show. There really is, and. Like, I enjoyed it a lot. Even uh, that, the, and again, like, I don't think we're going to have, with an eight-episode season, I don't think we're going to have episodes that are like, like, oh, well, this was a filler, but even even on, like, something where, like, a huge plot point doesn't happen, it feels like we're going to get good stuff. Oh, well, the whole, there's only good material to work with, so. Yeah, that's true. So, so that's all I have. That's all I have. All right, thank you for listening, guys. Thanks. <laughs>